tres, cuatro. From WBEZ Chicago and PRX, this is Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. And I'm Greg Cott. Six days, 2,000 bands, and hundreds of stages. We're back from South by Southwest, the music festival in Austin, Texas, and we've got new bands that you need to hear. Cause my company, at least I get to speak. And what is it we fear most? The things that make us weak, the things that make us strong, the voices that begin to whisper only when we're alone, only when we're all this hour, we share our favorite finds plus bands our colleagues discovered. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. This is Sound Opinions. I'm Jim Deergatis. I'm here with Greg Cott. Hello, Greg. Hey, Jim. We are on the street in Austin, Texas, once again for South by Southwest. My 27th year, I think you're at like 31, right? It started in 1990, so what does that make it? Uh, uh, really a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. Why do we still come here? We, we have pointed out in recent years that increasingly convergence with the digital world, the branding world, the marketing world, it's becoming uh, a, a much more of a branding festival than a music festival. But man, I, I never come away without seeing a dozen or more bands that, that make life worth living. Well, there's 2,000 bands here. That's the thing that people may forget amidst all the tech and film industry panels that are going on simultaneously with the music. Uh, but the music is still, uh, you know, paramount for us and it is all over the city this week um, and we come here and I, I think Jim your mission is similar to mine is to see bands that we have not seen before and there is a ton yeah. of up-and-coming bands and that play to, this festival every year. It is yet to be the case where we haven't talked 10, 12, 20 times over the coming year uh, of Sound Opinions episodes about bands that we first saw here. Yeah. So it's still a vital uh, discovery mission for us. I will tell you something I'm disappointed about this year, Greg. Here we are in this signature moment where the very root of American democracy is being questioned. Mm -hmm. uh, the hashtag MeToo movement is exploding as a cultural moment and Black Lives Matter is still very much on the front of everybody's minds. And yet, the lack of relevancy in panels during the day, yeah. certainly not the case with bands at night, Yeah. but but panels during the day addressing these issues, I've seen very little of it. Yeah, there hasn't been a ton of discussion here during the days. The great thinkers seem to be lacking this year uh, on those panels, but the bands themselves seem to be very energized and very motivated. So throughout this episode, we're going to share discoveries that we made, music we are eager to play for our listeners, and also talk to some of our colleagues. Some of our, we, we're reluctant usually to yes. share the microphone. We we have so much music to talk about, but uh, it is great also to tap into the colleagues that we see once a year here in Texas. You go first. Well, I definitely want to talk about this band Starcrawler out of Los Angeles that I saw it was a signing of uh, Jeff Travis of Rough Trade and a uh, really extraordinary band.
So Starcrawler is a bunch of teenagers, really. I mean, a couple of the guys already are in their early 20s now, but they got together when they were teens. Uh, two of the band members, uh, either in high school or just out of high school, uh, the singer Arrow DeWild is uh, the the attraction that would uh, get any person who's just wandering off the street going, who's that? She's a magnetizing uh, performer. The band puts out a sort of a mixture of, of metal and, and glam rock, and she as a stage presence is really uh, uh, magnetizing. She's got sort of a, you know, a show-busy background. Her father was uh, the former drummer for uh, Beachwood Sparks, which was mm. a band that had some notoriety in the L.A. scene uh, about a decade ago. Her mother is a rock photographer. Uh, one of the family friends happens to be Ryan Adams, who oh uh, produced the record that they worked on that uh, uh, Jeff Travis's Rough Trade uh, label just put out. But none of that matters because uh, the, the, it was, uh, it's all there in the delivery. I find that indie rock has gotten uh, very precious over the years, you know, uh, self-effacing <laughs> to yeah, a to fault. to say the least, and, yeah. and here's a band that is celebrating, you know, their yeah. moment. I say, we have a stage, we're going to use it, we're going to own it. I got one of those coming up. And uh, Starcrawler did it all. Uh, letter B from Starcrawler on Sound Opinions. favorite bands from South by Southwest. Uh, Jim, what have you got? Greg, it was only a couple of weeks ago, Buried Treasure Show, where I was saying there are not enough women who front stoner doom bands. <laughs> and then there we are at South by Southwest. We, we always hate to find ourselves in the same venue. But I was behind you. So I got to see you in enthusiastically banging your head. It was very inspiring <laughs> to Hex. Hex uh, performed as a quartet at South by Southwest. I think they're traditionally a trio from New Zealand, and they are led by two uh, women who are married to each other, Kiki and Gigi Van Newton. And they have these wonderful uh, dual vocal harmonies. It's almost like the Wilson Sisters of Heart, yeah. but on top of heavy stoner <laughs> doom, right? And I'm saying this is everything you would want from a stoner doom band, especially one named Hex. There are songs about uh, pentacles. There are songs uh, uh, about, uh, you know, Wiccan rites and, and runes. There's songs about runes, Greg. I'm going to play a tune called Witches of the Hex. Um, you know, I saw them in the middle of the day. It was in the convention center. Like I said, you were there. Uh, it's dark in that room. It, it, suddenly it became, you know, uh, the crack of dawn, and we were in a field surrounded by the 
the ancient stones and these women were leading us there. It was so wonderful. Witches of the Hex by The Hex on Sound Opinions. Witches of the Hex by the Hex. I was waiting for you to get skyclad and really let loose. <laughs> they were a great band, Jim. Uh, next up for me is a band that I hadn't intended on seeing. In fact, it was one of those moments where you go to see band A, and then on your way in the door, you see band B, and <laughs> you go, that? who's that? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, you're glad you came early. Yeah. Uh, the band's name is Motorcade. Uh, they're from Dallas. Uh, they'd been bumping around this, uh, the regional scene uh, in the last year with a single called Recover that had been getting some regional airplay, and I was intrigued by that. The pedigree of the band, it's a quartet. The, the guys have been around for uh, a number of years. They've played in uh, various incarnations in touring bands or in recording sessions with people like St. Vincent, The Apples in Stereo, The War on Drugs, Daniel Johnston. Uh, they've been around. It's a veteran band. Self-titled full-length album just came out. Uh, the band's name, again, is Motorcade. Uh, on a very small label. 11 tracks. I thought Recover was a very strong single. It's great to find that there's 10 other songs Mm. on this record that are just as strong. And it's not like they're reinventing the wheel, but what I'm hearing is consistently smart arrangements. Uh, The sense of atmosphere and texture combined with uh, these great hooks. The melodic elements in every song pull you in and give you a sense of, you know, this isn't just a throwaway. This, This isn't just a filler track. Every track has a certain amount of resonance. And I haven't heard an album as consistent from an indie rock band in a really long time. You know, just when you think guitar-based rock, you know, they've, they've said it all. And, and maybe they have. But a great song is still a great song. And, yeah. and, and this band has like 11 good to great <laughs> songs on their debut album. Nothing to sort of sneer at at all. Here's one of the examples from Motorcade's self-titled debut, uh, Walk With Me on Sound Opinions.
That is Motorcade with a song called Walk With Me from its self-titled debut album on Sound Opinions, one of my favorites from South by Southwest. Jim and I are going to have some more picks, but uh, let's hear from one of our colleagues. I'm Ann Lip. I'm a DJ at KCRW in Los Angeles, and I am here at South by Southwest 2018 soaking up as much new music as humanly possible. I have a band that has been on my radar now for a few months, and they were my one group I needed to see while I was here, and I, I, I was successful. I saw them last night. They're called Ezra Collective. out of London and they are a mixture of jazz, hip-hop, Afrobeat rhythms and that sounds almost too simple a way to explain them because they're bringing in some X factor when you go to their shows in London their sound is very London it feels very London right now and when you go to their shows in London they're packed, they're huge, they're playing huge venues, and it's all young people coming to see jazz. And, and they are incredibly talented, traditional jazz musicians. But when you hear them, you hear hip-hop beats. You know, the drummer's playing hip-hop beats. You hear the saxophone player taking it to a different place than a traditional jazz musician would. groove and a swing and it feels so fresh and I think some of the music that's really intriguing me the most at the moment are artists like that who are fusing different things. I've been talking about this for a couple of years or I've been obsessed with this for a couple of years. Um, they're the artists who are sort of bending genres. I discovered Ezra Collective on a compilation from Brownswood Recordings and that's Giles Peterson's label. Giles Peterson is a incredibly well-respected and beloved DJ and producer out of London and he has a record label he also has a show on BBC Six and he's very much involved in that scene and I'm always interested in what he's listening to and so I got a compilation from his label and Ezra Collective was on it a song called Pure Shade and oh, I just I, I've played it pr practically every radio show I've had since then
my goal, I think, from South by Southwest is to uh, introduce Los Angeles, at least, or Southern California to Ezra Collective. That is Ann Litt of KCRW talking about Ezra Collective, one of our favorite DJs in America, Greg. Coming up, more of our finds from the South by Southwest Music Festival in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. You're listening to Sound Opinions here at the uh, South by Southwest Music Conference in Austin, Texas. I am Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis. Jim, you and I have already seen uh, a couple of nights of music. We've got a lot to report on, a lot of good bands that we have uh, checked out. You and I both saw Bad Fangs. In fact, that is a band you could not miss if you came to South by Southwest. They're playing a lot of gigs. <laughs> for the record, that uh, there's always a twang of, of hurt and aggravation when we show up at the same show, because <laughs> we don't compare notes beforehand. We like to have our own discoveries. But yeah, Bat Fangs is playing so much and people were buzzing about them, yeah, we good, both wound up seeing them. Cool pedigree. Betsy Wright, the uh, guitarist in the band, was the bassist in another great band, uh, X-Hex. With Mary Timothy. That we liked quite a bit. She is a guitar shredder. I yes. did not know that, but yes. she can really play uh, that guitar. And I was reminded of very much of a, a sort of a glammy rock 70s vibe, which was sort of underlined by the fact that they did a uh, Poison cover yeah, they as, had their, this, as their finale. This sleazy sunset strip <laughs> right. 72 runaways yeah. thing happening. I, For the record, I was with them 100% until they did the Poison cover. <laughs> there is no... Uh, excuse ever for anyone to cover Poison or Motley Crue. I think they may have done, it may have been uh, tongue-in-cheek, but they they definitely punked it up. Uh, so I love that part about it. And I have to say, I started off my South by Southwest by going to see Pussy Riot, which I cannot imagine a better starting point. Down fools, drunk on power, dirty thieves, tiny covers. With everything that's happened, with the relationships between the U.S. government and Russia in the last few weeks. And the women in Pussy Riot did spend some time in Russian jail uh, a few years ago. Uh, so they well know about what it, the price to be paid for dissent and, and, and revolution in their, in their home country. And to come over here and start uh, dissing not only Vladimir Putin, but Donald Trump, as well as the South by Southwest Music Conference itself for not allowing them to show their um, uh, multimedia films uh, was quite an act of uh, defiance, to say the least. You know, I, I started out by seeing a band called Himalayas uh, at the British Music Embassy. It was a quartet. Um, that sort of recalled, if you remember, the uh, the poppier end of brick pop, poppier, more garagey, uh, sort of like supergrass, yeah. as opposed to you know blur, uh, and and they were just full of attitude and, and hammering away on the guitar with great melodies. That was a nice start for me, and uh, and then I just decided to wander a bit, as I often do. I I like to be surprised. I think it has to be said that the people who book South by Southwest, while music here has largely become an afterthought for the digital and the film and the branding, marketing uh, 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 parts of this 
festival, the music is still supremely well curated. Yeah. They find fantastic bands from around the world. So I went to church, you know, I went to St. John's Episcopal mm. Church. I'm tired. Uh, I wanted to sit down. And I saw this band called Holy Motors. And it was a five piece from Estonia. Look up where Estonia is. <laughs> I had to. It's next to the better known neighbor, Latvia. Mm. And I'm thinking about what the endurance uh, of traveling here from there, you know, from, from Estonia. They're playing one gig huh. in church for 40 minutes, and it was a quintet with three guitars, drums, and a really striking female vocalist who is channeling a little bit of Cowboy Junkies, a little bit of Mazzy Star, yeah. immobile, uh, statuesque, uh, with these, these great vocals. But the one lead guitarist in particular was sort of doing this Ennio Morricone kind of hyper-melodic guitar riffing thing where it was sometimes impossible to tell what the vocalist was singing and what the guitar was, I mean the guitar and the vocals were merging. Yeah. It was really an interesting show. That is Holy Motors with Honeymooning on Sound Opinions. A bunch of music they've got out, uh, Greg, and I've been listening to it ever since South by Southwest. It's all great. <laughs> Jim, I have never been to Estonia, but they are now on my list of uh, spots that I want to visit. Good. You better do. Thanks Check for it your out. pick of Holy Motors. Jim, my next pick is a uh, octet from all over the world, Super Organism. It is a band that started as an offshoot of sorts, a New Zealand band called the Eversons put out uh, several albums several years earlier, and they met one of their fans uh, from Japan by the name of Arono Noguchi. 
uh, while they were on tour in Japan. Now, she, had, she was living in the States, but she went back to Japan uh, to visit her homeland, and there she met one of her YouTube faves, the Eversons. Mm. They decided to do some collaborative work, and eventually this group, Super Organism, was formed. Uh, the band is from all over uh, the world. Uh, you know, they have, they have band members from England, Japan, South Korea, Australia, New, G- New Zealand, ages ranging from uh, 17, 18 to 32. So it's a pretty wide range of uh, personalities, genres, uh, continents coming together in this group. And and they put it all together collage style. It, it, it has sort of a, uh, you know, that day glow kind of rave meets indie rock vibe. Uh, reminds me, remember Delight in the oh, early I love 90s? Delight. Who doesn't love Delight? Groove is in the heart, great yeah. little song, you know. Even the uh, second Delight album was good. Yeah, wonderful stuff, and it was it was kind of fun and collage and psychedelic and upbeat, but at the same time there was there were some smarts going on in there, not only in the songwriting but in the lyrics. And Superorganism reminds me a lot of uh, Delight in that respect. Uh, Noguchi turns out to be the, the real... Uh, driving force in this group. And you wouldn't expect it because I was in a very crowded room watching the band. They were having a great time, this celebratory show, um, and I could not see her because she's so tiny. <laughs> I mean, I, if she's five feet tall, I'm, uh, I'm nine feet tall. Uh, she's just a, a tiny person, but a big personality. Um, she's, uh, she's one of the main uh, songwriters, and, and, and she is the lead singer in the group. Um, and the, the song that everybody's talking about right now is the one I'm going to play. This is from uh, Super Organism's uh, self-titled debut album. came out just a couple of weeks ago. Everybody Wants to Be Famous on Sound Opinions. Feeling like a frost and staring at the stars. It doesn't matter the cost because everybody wants to be famous. I'm calling the shots, so see you over a bar.
Everybody wants to be famous from Superorganism, one of my favorites from South by Southwest. Greg, let's hear from another colleague, a kid whose life we ruined. Todd Martins <laughs> grew up out in the Chicago suburbs reading and listening to us, and now he is a music editor of the Los Angeles Times. This is Todd Martins uh, down here in Austin, Texas. I wanted to highlight an artist I saw last night who I was really kind of blown away by. Her name is uh, Stella Donnelly. from Australia. Uh, she has a short EP out on Secretly Canadian, uh, Thrush Metal. Uh, depending on your definition, that's either a bird or a fungal infection. But um, really sort of great one-woman show. Just her and her electric guitar. She's gotten some attention for the song called Boys Will Be Boys, which is an incredibly important song in this post-Weinstein era. It's pretty much a song about lecturing a rapist, uh, somebody who raped her friend. a very heavy song but she elevates it and takes it more towards like discussing rape culture and victimization victim blaming and uh, so she sort of takes the conversation beyond just the sort of horrors of the incident and um, but and that makes her sound really serious and she can be really serious but she's also incredibly funny um, she has a song about a bad tinder date where she just lists like things that went wrong um, on the date which none of them are offensive they're all just sort of mundane sort of annoyances so she's really kind of funny and she plays guitar and she plays it really well it's sort of it shadows her voice she doesn't really just like emphasize the melody she sort of lets it sort of answer her like she'll dip down low do something soulful um, and even though it's just her like you could definitely feel these songs having a bit of a punk edge um, so it just felt like she was a really sort of important emerging voice out of this conference I'm gonna throw you all off me like a mechanical bull then you Sorry, I'll be a sweet sugar muffin with a cream, but stay on my back for too long and I'll spin your need to be alone. That's Todd Martins talking about Stella Donnelly. If he's if he's that excited, Greg, I think there's something there. I'm going to talk about a band now that you were saying the lack of enthusiasm and the sort of dourness or the preciousness of indie rock today. Here's yeah. another band that uh, kind of spit in the face of all that attitude. They are called Dentist. And you would not think that a trip to the dentist could be so enjoyable, but it was. Here's how much I like them. They're from Asbury Park, New Jersey. <laughs> and I don't even hold that against them, okay? Because there's that other guy there from there who whatever his name is, the boss, right? This is a power pop, punk pop, uh, indie rock band that is 
just exuberant in its presentation of kind of this surf-tinged uh, pop, uh, you know, guitar hooks. Uh, you, you smell the sea air <laughs> of the shore, you know, and the, and the taffy and the, the, you know, all that, all that beachfront stuff, uh, but with smarts and with a tough edge because you got to remember, it's still New Jersey, all right? You know, uh, the band they remind me of is Belly. You know how Belly yeah, had those yeah. wonderful uh, melodies in the alt era, but also a real crunch. It is led by a brother-sister duo, Emily and uh, Justin Borneman. And, um, you know, Emily had uh, taken a header in the parking lot, and she had this giant Band-Aid, you know, the supersized ones, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, covering (laughs) her entire chin. And not even that was dragging her down. They had a really strong album I checked out after seeing them live. Ceilings, released in 2016. They're working on album number three for this year, but this is from the Ceilings record, Body Slam, parentheses, Move, by Dentist on Sound Opinions. That is Dentist from Asbury Park, New Jersey with Body Slam Move. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with our final discoveries from South by Southwest 2018 in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott. My 27th year, Greg, at the South by Southwest Music and Media Festival, and now so many other things. Uh, as always, for me, it's it's about the music, and uh, I saw some great things on my second day here. Um, uh, Shame is a band we've got to talk about coming up. Um, 
But uh, during the day, over at the uh, Radio Day stage, I saw Sudan Archives. And, you know, the name is misleading. She grew up as a young woman in Ohio working at McDonald's, uh, played violin, completely self-taught, and at some point became fascinated with Sudanese fiddling and watched all these videos on YouTube and incorporated uh, these sounds, these Sudanese sounds, into her own playing along with... I think kind of the most um, innovative use of electronic looping since Meryl Garbus of Tune Yards, yeah. you know, would start out hammering the body of the violin or playing pizzicato notes, loop those to form a rhythmic uh, undertone uh, foundation, and then play violin melody lines and her own vocals on top. It was a stunning performance. Not to mention the dancing. Uh, Not to mention was, the dancing. Uh, it, it was a very hypnotic, um, almost spiritual, sensual kind of thing that was going on up there. and. Uh, one woman was delivering a big show. Stunning gold gown yeah. and and an afro that that had to extend about about eighteen inches. <laughs> that was in tremendous. Every direction. That was a highlight in itself. That was the best hair of South <laughs> by Southwest so far. What about you? Well, Jim, you mentioned Shame, uh, and I saw them uh, last night. Actually, uh, a quintet from England that's getting quite a bit of hype. I was blown away. They they really brought it in a way that was beyond what I'd heard uh, and, and the recorded versions of these songs. A, a combination of rage, defiance, exuberance with really pithy, almost uh, poetic lyrics in a way that defy the way these guys look. So when these guys come out on stage, they uh, they look like they're ready for a fight. They just came yeah. out of a pub. They've been drinking. They're ready for more action. The night's supposed to be over, but they're saying, no, it ain't over. I'm just getting started. They got that English punk, that, uh, stiff little fingers that, thug thing happening. That, that swagger. And you think, okay, here comes a bunch of hoodlums, you know, uh, white guy, rock, rock, wannabe rock star hoodlums. But there's actually sort of a, a sweetness and a graciousness about them as well. They're mm-hmm. here to entertain us. Yeah, and I mean us in a group, a collective group. They, uh, in that respect, I, I, I thought they were they were kind of funny and self-deprecating, and and you know I'd mentioned the the difference between the recorded versions and what I saw live. It, it, it there was almost claustrophobic because there was no room in that mix for any air, and that singer was determined to bust through every time. Uh, Charlie Steen, 
I, I love the way he attacked his vocals. And when he sings lines like, do you feel alone? Do you feel replaced? I think a lot of people in that room could relate to what he was singing yeah. about, you know? Uh, it, it hasn't been a great year in, in, in America or in England, for that matter. And uh, he was expressing what a lot of us were feeling. He's trying to strip down to the barest essence of things. And sometimes he's actually stripping he, down, he period, naked <laughs> on stage. Yeah. Exactly. Here's a song from their debut album, Songs of Praise. It's called Concrete from Shame. I hope that you're hearing me and 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 I hope that you're hearing me No more, no more, no more No more, no I'm with you on shame, Greg. Great, great stuff. Let us now turn to my favorite poptimist critic in America, Lindsay Parker of Yahoo Entertainment. Uh, okay, so I've been going to South by Southwest for uh, many years, and usually I see bands made out of flesh, but I saw a band made out of felt. I'm obsessed with puppets, anything with puppets and music, Animal and The Muppet Show, all that sort of thing. And there is a band actually based in Austin called, they have the most genius name ever, Fragile Rock. They are an emo puppet band, and they do songs like, uh, some of their original titles are Stay Felt, Socks or Murder. They're very against socks uh, because, you know, they're made of socks. Argyle is a lie. With every step, a puppet dies. So soft on your feet. Can you tell me how to get to Genesis? They do covers, too, of Smith songs, Bowie songs. They're very emotional. They actually recently did a Tiny Desk concert for NPR. Last night we fought deep in the night. So embittered and in a twine. This morning I woke up to see on stage is actually you see the musicians and the singers themselves and they're part of the act they're not um, hidden behind a curtain per se you know a Wizard of Oz style or you know traditional puppeteer style like the way the Muppets would be uh, you, they're fully a band they just happen to have puppets on their hands who are lip-syncing to what they're singing it's very lo-fi I, uh, I guess part of the charm I'd actually be kind of bummed if they you know amped up their production value and hid behind a curtain um, yeah it's basically a bunch of indie rockers with puppets on their hands, singing emo songs, what's not to love? Obviously, um, there's lots of bands I, I like here that are more normal, but to see puppets playing emo songs, it's just, you know, where are you going to see that except in Austin? They kept Austin weird.
Lindsay Parker. Uh, I rarely do I disagree with a critic more, but like her as much. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Greg, I am now going to play my biggest and favorite discovery of South by Southwest 2018. It is a band called C Moya. That's C as in S E A Moya M O Y A. Uh, I fell in love with these guys from like the first 30 seconds. All right, mm. they are three extremely hairy, uh, <laughs> you know, freaky kids from Germany, uh, a town outside of Frankfurt and. Cologne. And uh, they have moved to Montreal because why? Montreal is like the center of the psychedelic pop universe now. They are so exuberant and they are so quite clearly worshipful of the early 70s krautrock band Can. You know, we bonded, me and the singer, over my Tago Mago tattoo. <laughs> But they are 100% in the present. They are dropping in Jay Dilla samples mm. along with their can grooves. Each of them, the, the trio on stage, the bass player, the drummer, the guitarist, they all had a, an array of Moogs, right? So they're all playing analog synthesizers as well as the core rock trio instruments. And they are getting that Yaki Lipazite groove, which is impossible. I mean, I say that as a drummer. I say that as a fan. Nobody had that weird voodoo German uh, soul funk weird psychedelic groove. Uh, down ever in the history of rock, these guys do it, mm -hmm. and they do it with this modern edge of modern electronica and and an awareness of hip hop. They should rule the world. I'm just ready for it. I love them to pieces. This is a song by C Moya called "Slow Down" on Sound Opinions. You gotta hold me tight. Can't feel it.
with Slow Down. Mr. Kai, you need to discover this band. Good stuff, Jim. Thanks for the tip. That wraps up another year of music from the South by Southwest Music Festival from Austin, Texas. And were you at the festival? You are listeners. What did you discover if you were? Tell us about it. Give us a call and leave a message on our hotline at 888-859-1800. Jim, what do we got on the show next week? Next week, Greg, we are going to do a classic album dissection of the all-time masterpiece of decadent depravity and possibly salvation, The Rolling Stones' Exile on Main Street. Sound Opinions was produced by Brendan Banasak, Alex Claiborne, and Iona Contreras. On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So now it's time to hear what you have to say. New messages. Hey, Jim and Greg, this is Chris calling from New York. Just listened to your show about songs about the music industry. Really enjoyed it. Wanted to submit one of my favorites. There's nothing subtle about it. It's Leonard Skinner's Working for MCA. I want you to sign your contract. Want you to sign today. Gonna give you lots of money working for MCA. Just wanted to submit that. Thanks so much. Really enjoyed the show. Thanks. Oh, hey there. This is David Cohn from Hillsboro, North Carolina. You're doing songs about the industry. Great show, by the way. You have got to play for folks. Rory Block. Big bad agent man. <laughs> big bad agent man, squeezing to your chair. You got big time connections. You got a wig for your hair. You got rings on every finger. You got diamonds on your chest. You got white pointed shoes sticking out below the desk. You got He's sitting across the twirling his rings on his finger, saying, "You're beautiful, baby. You're beautiful, baby. Don't change." And she's just sitting there going, oh, God, the smell of your cigar. And then she's just going, just get me out of this agent's office. And at the end, she's going, no, I don't believe I gave you my card, and I won't be calling you because times aren't that hard. <laughs> it's great, but Rory Block's big, bad agent man. <laughs> That's all I have to say. And thank you for your show. I enjoy it every Saturday. My name is Jeff, calling from Palo Alto, California. I'm calling about the show you have, about songs about the music industry, and I'm calling about a tune by the rock band Boston called Rock and Roll Band. It's notable because the opening verse talks about the band in first person, how they really struggled playing in bars, sleeping in their cars, practicing in the street, and they slowly build up a following and work their way up, and by the third verse, they're able to meet a record label executive. Make it to the 
Now, the amazing thing about this song is it's complete fiction. Nothing like this happened. The band was established by an MIT genius named Tom Schultz, who created the entire sound and recorded the whole album largely on his own, playing most of the instruments himself in the basement of his house in Massachusetts. And it wasn't until after then that he lined up a record label, released the album, and it became an instant massive success. And at that point, they just started off playing huge venues right away. I appreciate your show. Adios for now. Hi, my name's Nate. I'm calling from Minneapolis. And this is regarding songs about the music industry. One of my personal favorites is the song Barracuda by Heart. Anne and Nancy Wilson had a record label place an ad about them, and it implied that uh, they were lesbians, and their song was a response to that, comparing the sleazy side of the music industry to a dangerous fish. I've always loved that song uh, when thinking of the bad side of the music industry. Thanks. Bye. No more messages. To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.